First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. 11 after 7, good morning. The new CEO of the Gautrain, Seppo Hobe, has now started his term as the person in charge of the Gautrain Management Agency. And as you know, there's some big plans to make major changes to the Gautrain over quite a long period. I sort of think a sort of 15-year vision is what people talk about. Uh, you want to extend it. Very popular with some people. They use it every day. Um, it is also, if I may say, very expensive. Seppo Hobe is the new uh, Chief Executive Officer of the Train Management Agency. Seppo, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Uh, your, fir- your first day yesterday. Um, if I ask, have you found your parking space yet? Someone will say I'm being horrible to you. How's it been so far? The, my, my new parking space is near the old one, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> the point was you take a car rather than use the train to work, Seppo. That was the joke. <laughs> The main role of the train it moves people around. Why do you believe it's important? I believe it's important because when you when you think of what is called of any province or any city around the world, you have to be able to understand that um, if its transport doesn't work, um, the city doesn't work. And and, and if, if 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 you cannot have proper transport to be able to move people around, the economy of that region does not function properly. So you gotta look beyond the actual mode of transport and look at how an economy functions properly. And in economy, its backbone is logistics, and at the core of its logistics lies transport and the ability to be able to move people. Um, I mean, it's interesting. At the moment, do you think it's being used effectively? I mean, I've been, I've been lucky enough to use the car train over the years. I haven't been for a little while. Um, and it, it can be jam-packed. Uh, the stations are jam-packed during peak times. Um, in the middle of the day, during off-peak times, you have fewer carriages. And obviously, that's, you know, that's public transport for you. That's how it works. Are people still using it sort of off-peak times, weekends, during the middle of the day? Yes, people still use it quite a lot during off-peak times because during off-peak times, that's when it's much cheaper and whatever, uh, and we, we have the ability to be able to reduce fares during that time because our our, our original sort of uh, fare strategy was temporal. It was time-based um, where you actually uh, charge more during the time when more usage is, is happening and then you then lower the price during the time when uh, there's less usage. And, and, and during those off-peak times, um, a lot of people took, take the opportunity to be able to commute between everything else. But it is also the easiest way for you to get from meeting to meeting. Um, if you are in around the province as a whole, uh, you, you would know better, uh, uh, Stephen, that traffic doesn't stop during uh, the day. All it does is it goes into a different tempo. I mean, it's interesting. I know people who sort of, you know, have completely changed the way they travel to Johannesburg because they can get to Santon so quickly for meetings. And I'm talking about people who, you know, live in London, for example. You know, it it, it moves things more quickly. The bus network, and, and I've been through a period myself of using the buses when I wasn't using the train. Is the bus network being used very much? The network is being used a lot, but what we want to do now, and as, as you might have seen that, uh, we have introduced our new, uh, you know, nine-meter bus, which sort of um, allows us to be able to step down the amount of capacity we use uh, during off-peak times. But in addition to that, we have used um, the meter bus taxi associations to actually run some of our services. And in the next few weeks, I will be rolling out a, a, a set of new routes um, in and around Rosebank, in and around the south of Orodeca uh, uh, Park, um, and similarly additional uh, routes around Midrand, uh, which will then bring on a third vehicle 
um, which will be in the system that will then allow us to step it even further down when the capacity is not being utilized. Uh, the bus system in itself during peak hour is one of our key successes. It has recovered to about probably about 80% of its original uh, pre-COVID numbers. It's interesting because um, where you have transport, you often have development. And, and it's one of the things that governments are supposed to do is you, you try and develop an area by having transport networks. They've just done that um, in London with you know new lines to the underground over the last few years. So, for example, uh, in Modafontaine, you know, very near um, Oatambo International, you're probably seeing development because there are car train stations there. If you And you might well see the same as the bus network improves and becomes used more often as well, that you actually see development where these transport nodes are. Stephen, that's what we call transit-oriented development. If, if you look in actual fact, in and around my office, as I'm sitting in the office now, um, there has been a lot of these three-floor uh, walk-off uh, type flats that have been developed in and around Midland Station and itself. It has happened organically from developers taking opportunities. But one of our key strategies is what we refer to rail plus property. We are now going into the, the, the mode where we, we will be developing the land in and around our stations ourselves and making sure that we have it open to developers to work with us and collaborate with us to do the, the development in such a way that it is less organic and become much more planned um, as a whole. And that's part of our long-term sustainability as well as an entity. The strategy is not new. It's something that I have been building probably from around 2017. Um, and we, it has just taken long to bring it to a level to fruition. The plans to extend it, um, uh, uh, there's, I think, an ideas of a new station in the Randburg area, and I think, if I remember correctly, Tsepo, to also take it further south, perhaps to Soweto. How are those plans going? We have um, started with that. We have done the route determination, and you might have seen that we have you know, taken quite a lot of uh, challenges and, and slack for the discussions in and around how the line is going to affect a lot of dwellings. So the, the, the new stations is uh, Randburg, um, Cosmos Junction and Little Falls, Rudiport, and then Jabulani Station in, 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 in Soweto in itself. Um, that in itself is going to change the face of the West. Uh, the, the area, and if you look at a lot of the areas in and around Rudiport, um, have gone into a dilapidated stage. And once you set up a station in that area, you will be able to set up in such a way that you, 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 you redevelop the areas themselves. Um, we will be, the, the Premier is making a few announcements during the State of the Province address, and that will take us forward. All right, I look forward to those. Um, and just the idea, um, Tsepo, as you know, it's quite expensive. I mean, look, it's very expensive to go to the airport, and I know that that's deliberate. Um, but are there plans somehow to maybe make it a little bit more accessible? I think for a lot of people, they see the car train as, as something that's very nice, but it's very nice for rich people, and that's it. There are plans to, 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 to bring the price, for it to be accessible. We, 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 are a, we will always remain an aspirational product, but the, 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 one, of the, you know, one of the big plans that we have is for us to make sure that it becomes accessible and, and become accessible first to what they call it, to vulnerable uh, uh, parts of society, you know, um, people with disabilities, uh, senior citizens, Scholars, you know, you, you cannot have a product that by its nature is intrinsically safe, uh, but you you don't make it affordable to, you know, similarly to indigent families, we want to make sure that we have a, a product that we will be rolling out in this year. So I'm not even waiting for 
the new concession agreement to go through. Um, it, it, it will be in this year. We will be rolling out a lot of these projects. It has taken us a long time to, as I said, to uh, do planning. Um, but one of the things that I'm trying to do is expedite projects like that because it's, 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 it's a no-brainer. It's certain things need to just be done uh, properly. Sepo Khobe, thank you very much indeed. The new Chief Executive Officer of the Train Management Agency. And-